Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Avani Jane. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsubscribe. I'm so excited to be here chatting with you today. I typically record my episodes in advance, sometimes months in advance. So I'm recording this at the end of 2023 for all of you. And this is that one week of the year where you're not really sure what to do. Is it Christmas time, holiday time, or is it New Year's? I don't know. I don't know what to do with these days in between. Is it family time? Do I get things done? Am I supposed to be productive? Who knows? Who even knows? I am subscribing to the fact that it can be what I want to be. And if I feel energized and inspired like I am today, I'm going to sit down and record a podcast. So here we are doing just that. As I was thinking about what to talk about, I was realizing that the last several weeks, months, as I've been preparing new topics and new ideas and recording episodes, I've been feeling like there are times where it's been difficult to tap into my creative juices and figure out what I should talk about or be able to elaborate on those ideas in a way that's going to resonate. And I felt ick about it. I didn't like how that felt. I was waiting for the muse to hit me, that creative idea, the creative flow to hit me. And I was like, wait a second, what if I just summoned the muse, summoned the creative flow? What if I just made it happen instead of waiting for it to happen? So today we are unsubscribing to waiting for creativity to come. And we are subscribing to the ability to tap into that creativity whenever we need it, because we have the power to do that. And there are some ways I've been experimenting with to make that happen. And this is really wonderful for anyone that has work where they're sitting down and they are coming up with something, whether it's scripts for emails or templates or creating workflows in a project management system. That's creative work, recording podcast episodes, creating some type of content for TikTok, Instagram, Whatever it is that you're doing in your work, there is a creative component to it. And sometimes those ideas just don't flow through. Sometimes they feel stuck. That energy feels stagnant. And today I want to share a few ideas on what helps me not get into that place of creative stuckness. <laughs> I want to share what's been working for me and what's made creativity feel like I can access it and I can touch it at any point in time, whenever I need it. Because once you unlock that, it is so powerful. Being able to say, I need to sit down and make a bunch of content right now. And I know exactly the conditions to create to make that happen. We are not here to wait for creativity to hit us, to wait for ideas to hit us. We are here to summon that creative muse within us. We're going to dive into that today. I want to actually take you back to a time before this year where I used to have another podcast. From 2018 to 2020, I had the Six Figure Freelancer podcast. The episodes are still available on Spotify and iTunes to listen to. And this was a wonderful podcast. It was my journey in learning how to build a business, learning how to grow a freelancing practice into an agency. 
that had systems that operated profitably. And it was an amazing documentation of that journey and everything I was learning. But one thing I'm realizing I didn't love about it was every single week I felt like I was on a hamster wheel for this podcast. I didn't know what I was going to talk about when I got behind the mic until maybe the moment I turned the mic on and hit record. It was kind of frustrating. I didn't have a bunch of topics lined up. I didn't have ideas coming to me as easily and effortlessly. And it felt difficult. Those ideas, that creativity, those thoughts of maybe you should talk about this. Maybe you should dive into this. Maybe you need to elaborate on this in this way didn't come to me. Creativity felt hard at that time. And when I came around to deciding to do unsubscribe and creating this podcast, I was like, wait a second. I don't want to do it the way I did it before. I want to do it differently. And so that is when I started creating systems because I love a good system. You'll learn that about me. (laughs) I started creating really wonderful systems on how to summon the creative muse for myself. I didn't want creativity to be a whim. I didn't want it to be fleeting, to come and go when it pleased. I wanted it to be accessible to me at any point in time. And I'm determined to do it differently this time. I want to work smart instead of hard. I'm done working hard. I've done that. I did that years and years ago. And working hard has a place in this world, but that's not where I am right now. So I want to work smart. So let's talk about the different ways I'm doing that. I have a little list here. I don't think anything is in a specific priority order. I just want to talk about it as I see it and as I think about it. And maybe it'll spark some ideas for you on how you can restructure the work you do in order to be able to access that creative idea treasure trove whenever you want it because it is there for you. It's available at any point in time. We just need to create the right conditions to make it happen. So Let's talk first about batching because that's what I'm doing right now. I told you I'm recording this ahead of time and this isn't something I did before, batch creation. I started doing this batch creation earlier this year when I was writing content on LinkedIn for my agency. I realized that creating content every single day was hard. I'm not always in a place where I have tons of ideas flowing in or that I want to sit down and be behind a mic and press record. I don't always feel like that. So what I decided to do was find pockets of time, maybe a day of the week. Right now I'm experimenting with Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm trying to figure out what feels good for podcast recording, but I'm designating a day of the week that I can have three hours blocked off. And that is the time I'm sitting down to batch create content. In my case, I'm batch creating podcasts episodes, or maybe I'm batch creating some other content that I'm writing. I don't know. Or maybe you use this time if you're going to apply it to your work to call it creation time, have a creation block on your calendar. And that is the time you're kind of saving up all of the creation mode tasks for this time period. So I'm saving up all of my podcast recording tasks for this time period of podcast creation. Let's say you're someone who is a designer. We, I have a design agency, so that's easy for me to talk about. Maybe you have a bunch of client work and you save up that client work that you need to feel creative for, for afternoon blocks on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you're able to get things done during that time. That mode of being in creation mode and putting them all together and being able to leverage, capitalize you being in that frame of mind is really valuable. You don't have to task switch. You don't have to be from 
creation mode into a meeting, back into creation mode. Oh, wait, let me check that email. That doesn't exist. You're batching, you're focused. And that helps to take advantage of the momentum that you can get into when you are creating something. So for example, today, this is the first podcast episode I'm recording and I'm already talking to you. I'm feeling the momentum and the energy, the excitement, the idea is coming to me as I'm talking. I do have an outline, but once I've got the ball rolling, I want to keep going. And that's the beauty of batching is if you do a group of work, creative work at the same time, you can feed off of the momentum that you've already started with the first task, with the second task, with the third task, and so on. So batching is instrumental. There is so much more we can talk about in batching, but I want to talk about it specifically in the context of creativity. I'm always looking for opportunities to batch podcast content in this case. Then I'm looking for structure. So what does that mean? I am not just sitting here on podcast creation day wondering what I should record. <laughs> I already have ideas lined up. I already have outlines made. I am ready to go. I am ready to press record. I'm ready to write. If I'm writing emails, for example, I have to write some emails soon for podcast promos and launch day. Um, again, I'm recording this the last week of 2023. So launch has not even happened yet, but those are the things I need to do. So I'm going to be batching that creative work and I want to create structure behind it. I want to make sure everything is prepared for that creative time that I have scheduled on my calendar. So that means I use, use my project management system. I love, love ClickUp. ClickUp is my favorite project management system in the entire world. I'm going to link it in the show notes because that's how much I love it. If you are coordinating with people, maybe you're running your household with your partner or you run a business, highly recommend transitioning to ClickUp because of how powerful it is, how customizable it is. It is the best thing in the world. Another side note, one of my friends, Courtney, is the CEO of We Are Systems Up and they are the best team to implement ClickUp for you. So if you want help figuring out how to set that up, go check out Courtney. I'm going to link them in the show notes as well because she is just amazing and she's the one who set up ClickUp for me. So ClickUp is a project management system. I use it to schedule and plan out all of my podcast topics. I have a little card for each podcast episode. So maybe you're writing emails. Maybe you are working on design requests or marketing assets. Have a card in some project management system, maybe ClickUp, that you have all the details you need to work on that when it is time to work on that. So when you sit down to be in creation mode, you have everything to go. That means you're planning ahead and maybe the day before you are prepping for your creation mode time. That batching doesn't happen by itself. You need to have all the raw materials in order to sit down and work on it. So that is an important piece to have that structure to make sure creation mode goes smoothly. Because one of the reasons we get blocked when we're sitting down to be in a creative phase is because we don't know what to work on. We are like, wait, where do I begin? So being able to capture ideas and have structure to capture that is really valuable. The other thing I want to throw in there is I have an incredible idea capturing system that I've made for myself. I call it my second brain and I have built that in Notion. Notion is incredible too. I prefer Notion for my own brain management and ideas and lists that aren't really to-do lists. And I prefer ClickUp for managing and working with other people. What I love about Notion is I can quickly access it on my phone. And if I come up with an idea for a podcast episode, which I'm constantly doing, especially when I'm hanging out with friends, having matcha dates, I can instantly drop it into my 
idea capture for Notion, label it as a podcast idea, label it and write a few things about it and save it. So I never lose that podcast idea. There used to be times where I'd have an idea with a friend and I wouldn't write it down and I would lose it. And so I needed a method to capture my ideas. Notion, having a Notion database and having that set up for you is a great way to incorporate structure so that when the idea hits, because ideas are hitting all the time, our subconscious is just doing its thing, living its best life and building millions of pieces of information every day. And some of those pieces of information are really good podcast or content or design ideas or copy ideas or whatever it is you work on ideas, work ideas, coding ideas, maybe if you're a de developer. So when it comes to you, when it hits you in your brain, in the middle of brushing your teeth, grab your phone out, open your Notion database and drop it in, write two sentences or less, not even two I just write like three words sometimes. Even that is just enough for me to make sure I don't forget that idea. It's just so crucial. This is one of the best things I have incorporated into my day-to-day -day in order to make sure that I can summon the muse whatever I want. I'm not at the mercy of my creativity. So creating that idea capture, being intentional about it, creating structure for creativity to live in in your day-to-day -day is so magical. Now you can go beyond this. You can say, okay, maybe you create content. Maybe you do something else. Maybe you are someone that is just documenting on Twitter. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe you run some kind of business. You're documenting things on Twitter. You're like, you have a career. You just want to share with the world, become a thought leader in that space. And you don't know what to write about, but you are doing things on a day-to-day -day basis. And just write things down in a little Notion database and notate if I were to share something today, what would I share in this moment? Oh, I'm sitting here at a coffee shop thinking about and planning my week ahead. This is how I plan my week ahead. Little things like that. If you get those ideas, write them down before they escape your brain. Let's create structure. Let's make it predictable so we actually get things done because people like me, we have big ideas and we love to start big projects but sometimes we don't like the details. And then we're just like, yeah, whatever, they'll come or they'll figure themselves out, but they just don't automatically figure themselves out. And when we need to create, having that structure is game changing. So we talked about batching, we talked about structure. Now I wanna talk about energy because that's one of my favorite things to talk about. When I'm creating something, content, emails, podcast episodes, maybe I'm writing a brief for a project, maybe I'm writing a proposal, like that's also creation. Proposal, uh, scope of work, writing does take a lot of creative energy and effort. So when maybe I'm doing any of these one things. I want to make sure I am doing it at the right time in my day and in my week. I love to capitalize on when I'm the highest energy version of myself because that high version, high vibe version, high energy version of me has really good ideas. And that version of me exists in the world right after I have caught up with a friend and that feels like a really exciting, uplifting experience right after I have worked out or maybe gone for a long walk when I have moved my body for a while and taken a great shower and maybe had a nice lunch. I feel alive. I'm like, yeah, I'm energized. Let's do this. Let's sit down and record stuff or let's sit down and write stuff. I love that feeling. I feel like I'm the best version of myself in that moment. And that is the version that can tap into the muse so easily and so effortlessly because you're in that high vibrational state. So capitalize on your high energy moments throughout the day. Maybe your high energy moments are different than mine. I really love to capitalize on 
post-workout energy. It is magical. So great. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. And sometimes if you have a cycle like me and your energy changes from a week-to-week basis, okay, great. Then sync up to your cycle. You feel like after you ovulate, you are on top of the world. You are queen, creative person, human, whatever. Great. Capitalize on that. That is your creation week. All week, create stuff. Create, create, create. And I want you to prepare for that creation week in the previous week. So you see how this capitalizing on high energy moments can really click well with the batching and the structure. It all connects. Energy matters. Energy is everything. If you can bring good energy to the camera, to your Zoom calls, to the people you work with, to your partner, to whoever, your family, if you can bring good energy to the table every single day, you become this magnetic human being. The things you create are just so potent. It is amazing. And that's why I love talking about energy. We'll have to go into energy more. I have a whole episode that I want to talk to you about on having potent and powerful morning routines. Again, getting that energy right. That's for another day. (laughs) Trying to stay on track and on topic here. The next thing I want to talk about after energy is environment. So this is interesting because when I'm in different types of creation, I want to be in a different environment. When I'm recording a podcast, I am at my desk. I am at my office because this is like my podcast recording station. This is where I have my mic. This is where I have my headphones and my light set up for audio and video. I don't need my light for audio, but I do need it for video. I have everything here. So when I sit here, this is when I'm recording podcasts. I'm in this energetic space that feels incredible. And what I do is I'm always making sure my desk feels clean. It feels organized. I actually just redid a corner of my desk because I just didn't like how it looked. And the moment I did that, that creative energy started coming in. So that environment you're creating in your workspace, if you have an office or a corner of a room, matters so much. Clean it up, get rid of the clutter, get a drawer where you put all your junk in and get it out of sight. Maybe you can organize it another time by watching organization TikToks, but it's important to clear your workspace and have things that are around you that feel beautiful to look at, that feel inspiring. There is a reason people decorate. Behind me, if you're watching this on video, you'll see my amazing bookshelf that I've curated over the years where I have not really books, but art pieces, things I've made, things people have gifted me, things that I look at and I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. I feel so inspired. Candles and trinkets. I have my little unsubscribe podcast episode number three Kintsugi mug here, cup here. All these things light me up. And I created that environment in my office space, my workspace, because when I come here and I'm in this energy, I feel so good. I want to sit down and make something. I want to sit down and talk to you. Another thing that is a hack for making sure your environment is great for creative inspiration is turning on smells. So I have incense, candles, and sometimes essential oils that I use. All these three things, Palo Santo too, sage, burn something, turn on something that can put you in a creative state of mind. And sometimes I tie it to a scent. Maybe I have a candle that I've been loving. Whenever I turn that candle on, I'm sitting down, I'm getting stuff done at my desk. And that candle is my cue to my brain that it is time to sit down and do stuff. For me, turning on a candle at my desk is the signal to my brain that I'm sitting down and I'm here to get things done. So I have my scents all set up in the corner of my desk so that when I'm ready to get into creation mode and get a bunch of stuff done at one time, 
that's all set up right there for me, ready to go. I have also noticed though, that sometimes my workspace, desk space starts to feel kind of meh. I don't love being in a room and being feeling like I'm chained to a room. I'm not really, but sometimes I feel like that. And that is when I know I need to change my environment. So there's a few wonderful spaces in Austin, coffee shops, places that I love to go to when I'm creating, but I don't need to be in front of the computer, like behind the mic with video on. And I'm just writing something or creating a freebie or writing a caption, something that doesn't require me to be in front of my microphone or my video. So I love getting out into the world. When we have a shift in environment and space and able to shake up that energy, go to a great coffee shop you love. Find a little cozy corner of the library that feels really exciting and fun to sit at. Or maybe it's just a little cafe, a restaurant that you love to go have lunch at. I have one of those places that I love to go. And sometimes I stay there and work a little bit afterwards because it feels so expansive. It's beautifully decorated. And I love getting there iced tea. And I just feel so good when I'm there. I feel expansive. I feel like the most elevated and expanded, abundant version of myself. When I'm in that version of myself, I'm able to sit down and type something out and it feels really good. Type an email out, write a proposal and just feels good. It feels fun. Honestly, it's all about making the space feel like it is going to make you happy and that you're going to have fun doing the thing. <laughs> yeah, we can have fun. We can have fun while we're running our businesses. We can have fun while we're doing our work. That is okay. I subscribe to having fun every day in my work. And when I do that, it feels so good. It feels fun. So I wanted to mention that that environment can be different based on what creative energy you're needing to tap into in that day. So that is the fourth piece. So again, just to recap, batching, creating structure. Oh my gosh. We have to talk about project management systems another time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just love it so much because I believe systems like that are what enable us to have a freedom filled life. We're going to talk about that another time, maybe even how to manage your household. So again, trying not to get off topic, batching structure, energy, and environment. When you can master these four pieces, and create the right conditions for these four pieces, the muse will appear whenever you want it, whenever you need it. You don't have to be at the mercy of your creative energy anymore. You can create the conditions to make it happen. And once you get that formula that works well for you, I've shared a few ideas here for you, but maybe some of these will work for you and some won't. So there is some experimentation to be done. Once you get that formula that feels really good for you, Take it and run with it. Take advantage of it. That is your secret sauce. That is what's going to be helping you to get so much done this year. That's going to be the thing that you do. And when you share an update on your Instagram stories, like I got these 10 things done today, people are going to look at you and be like, wait, what? How did you get that much done today? That's what people do when I share my update for the day. I'm like, hey, I did these five things and people are just shocked. How do you get so much done? This is how I do it. I don't wait for the muse. I summon the muse and you can too. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, have a wonderful rest of your day. 